0: Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Showcase Your Biz with Pip. Today, I'm talking to the lovely Julie Hogan, who is an author, a hypnotherapist and a retreat facilitator. And she's up in the lovely warm lands of Queensland. So welcome to Showcase Your Biz, Julie Hogan. How are you? Very well, Pip. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here. Oh, great. That's so good. Yes, we are. We're going to have a bit of a chat today about your business. Um, You are a a hypnotherapist and uh, one of the things that and an author. And that's how we met that we're both um, Ocean Reeve Publishing authors, um, which is fantastic. And your book is not quite at the published stage. It's still being created, which is fabulous. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, one of the things that you're working on right now is a beautiful retreat um, called Awakening the Wisdom, which is with your another lady, um, Elena, um, the Wisdom Weavers. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But first, and that's coming up in November. So we wanted to sort of cover all our bases today. So perhaps we could start with a little bit of who is Julie Hogan and why do you do what you do as a hypnotherapist and and a coach? I am
1: an infinite being. Um, I have, I, I grew up in a family of DV, not divorce, but domestic violence. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the long term effects of um, domestic violence, and I'm in my 60s. So can you imagine in your 60s, you're still putting up with crap, may I say it, sure. from the past? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I've actually had, my sister and I actually had to go and save our mother. We mm-hmm. had to fight in the court to get custody of her mm-hmm. and she's in a safe place now. Then my sister died of CJD, mm-hmm. which is Bruce, Bruce of Jacobs disease and it shouldn't have been in Australia, but it is. it's like mad cow disease. Then mm-hmm. I, in my wisdom, my nervous system um, had a few issues and I had an operation. Well, I was six months on my backside recovering, first mm-hmm. day out, I went, ran over to the shops to grab a dress to go to the races and I smashed my ankle, the hardest part in your body to smash, Mm. and um, another six months on the couch. (laughs) So in that time I thought I can't only heal my body, I must, I had an epiphany, we must heal our soul and we must heal our body and mind together. Otherwise, something's out of kilter and we're not in balance. So that is why I do what I do. It help people heal from one thing, but it could be
0: related to something else. Right. Fantastic. That's great. So it was through your own, and a lot of people have this happen, through your own um, healing of your past and healing of your body and healing of your everything, your life, that you actually realise that this is um, how you would like to Help people in that holistic way. Um, And hypnotherapy, why hypnotherapy? Why did you decide to go down that path?
1: Hypnotherapy can go to, it's just like meditation, Mm. but you put an intention there and you can go to a place where it's safe Mm. and, and you feel safe and secure and you can look at what's going on in your, or what's in your past that you want to heal. And you can do it. And it, yeah. it's a very quick modality to use. It's, mm. as I said, it is just like meditation. And we go in and out of meditation or hypnotherapy every day when mm. you daydream.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's a good way of describing it, actually, that sort of concept. And you um, have a, a, a hypnotherapy, like a sort of self-hypnosis, um, like a meditation that you give to people as well when they come and connect with you on your website, don't you? Yes, there's
1: a free there's a free sleep um, when you sign up, when, when you put your email down, and I won't in, inundate you with emails <laughs> and, and information, yep. um, but there is a sleep, and because I believe mental health is so high on the agenda at the moment, mm. and people, I was speaking to a lady last night, she runs a business and she said, I haven't slept since COVID, and I said, go to my website, Right, the the download it's free, and she was really and i said you will sleep within three 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 um seconds (laughs) Great, great
0: that's so good that i mean that's fantastic and i think that's that's the sort of thing that people are desperate for at the moment is some soothing some relief Mm. um, some sleep you know um that's 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 a key and you know that's one of the things we were talking about before we came on you know, this, this uh, call was that, you know, I'm practicing the art of being lazy (laughs) because I've, you know, I've come from a, a family background of being working hard and doing, you know, making sure that you're always busy, that you're always doing something and that that has been something that I've realized is actually not really serving me now. It's not making me feel good. It's actually making me feel more anxious at the moment to, to be like you know pushing and trying, and so you made the comment that I should come to your retreat.
1: <laughs> yes, come and disconnect to reconnect to self. Yeah. When we reconnect to ourselves, we are much in a nicer place. And as yep. you said before, self soothe. Learn techniques to self soothe. Yeah. And learn techniques to to know it's okay to be alone. It's okay to do nothing. Yeah. At times, you just yeah. need to just, and I don't know, Pip, I don't know if you do this, but I I heard this somewhere mm. and I do it every morning. The wealthiest people in the world do three things. Yep, they yep. do 20 minutes of meditation, 20 minutes of journaling, giving thanks, being grateful for being yeah. here. And that puts your mental health for the day yeah. on a high. Yeah. And then yeah. you do your 20 minutes of exercise. You know, guys... Guys and girls are going to gym for an hour, two hours, and they're not fixing this or this. You've got yeah. to fi- fix the whole lot. It's right. really balance. Yes,
0: yeah. absolutely. And it's interesting that you say that because, yes, I, ha- I do have a little, I have my meditation that I do before I get out of bed and then I have what I call my... Um, book of positive aspects so so that's my appreciation my gratitude um, you know that I do each morning and then yes I go for a ride or a walk every morning as well so that I'm you know tapping into the 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 trilogy as they say the mind the mind Spirit alignment. So oh, well. tell us, tell us about this beautiful awakening the wisdom um, retreat that you're doing. The awakening um, the wisdom weavers is Elaine, Massey and myself. Elaine's
1: into the spirit world. She likes connecting to the higher.
0: Yeah,
1: and she like loves teaching people to do that. Yeah. I love healing. Yeah. I'm an intuitive healer, and I work more with the nervous system, the body and the soul and bringing like the chakra to the nervous system, to the mind. Great. So that's my bit and her yeah. bit, the other bit. We're very similar, <laughs> but not different techniques.
0: Right, absolutely. So what
1: women will come with, as you drive through the driveway, it's just um, a forest of green. It's absolutely mm. beautiful. And Gorgeous. then there's a fire pit for the evening and there's nice. a labyrinth for playing for and being. Oh. <laughs> and, and I'm Beautiful um, natural food, Gour- gourmet but organic. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it'll be absolutely, I think we've covered everything. There may yeah. even be surprises for the ladies who come.
0: Cool. There is
1: an early bird special, mm-hmm. but if they. Phone us or connect through our website directly, Mm -hmm. the tickets are a lot cheaper.
0: (laughs) All right, cool. That's great.
1: Yeah, specials on until
0: the I think until the thirtieth of this month. Great. Fantastic. So tell me what it is that they're going to get out. It sounds amazing. So it's up in Queensland, is where the retreat is going to be held. And it's from the thirteenth to the 15th of November for the actual dates of of that. So if you're up in that Queensland area or you're able to travel to that area, obviously I'm down in Victoria, so I'm not allowed to travel at this point to uh, Queensland, but those people who are able to travel, what is it that they will be getting, you know, what's the key thing that you feel they'll be getting out of that retreat, that that awakening? I think the the key thing will be connection within themselves to find their peace find their their
1: room in their minds and if they've got any issues we're going to take them aside one-on-one and we'll do one-on-one work with them it will be and it's about women supporting each other because as a collaboration it forms an energy which um is empowering to each one of them and hopefully they will go away to their families and pass on some exercises that they can work
0: with Great, that's great. So you'll be giving them some tools and yeah. as well as as well as the actual time out that you get from being at the retreat, there's some tools they can take away exactly. from that as well. So that's fantastic. It sounds lovely. And <laughs> as I say, that would, be, that would be great. I do feel, I think a lot of people are feeling at the moment that they need a, a break, that they need a time out from the, the, the world mm. at the moment. Yes. From the busy, busyness, the noisiness,
1: And there will be no telephones, no internet. I know that could turn a lot of people off, but you're going to disconnect. You're going to be 100% committed to yourself to find yourself again instead of racing around for kids or cooking for this one or, you know, I have to do this, that. And that noisiness of technology is affecting everyone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's so key, isn't it, to have that we were just talking about that as well, before we got on the call that you, um, you know, you switch off your phone completely once, at least for one day a week. And uh, and I'm working towards that, that plan. I am certainly switching off in terms of not looking at emails, not looking at social media for one to two days a week, at least. Um, but turning off the phone completely, I haven't quite got to that yet. <laughs> but I like that as an intention. I really, really do, because I remember I was talking to someone the other day about that whole concept of how once upon a time when you worked, you had your work at work and then you went home and there was no mobile phones. There was no, you couldn't contact people after work. They had to wait until you got back to work before they could contact you. And now there's sort of an assumption that because you have the mobile phone that you will be available 24 hours a day. And that's um, really impinging on everybody's um time you know our time think, out is no yeah. longer yeah time
1: out and yeah. i think people are working from home now and they've got their office space
0: Yeah, but
1: they need to have a sign closed yeah. and open
0: yeah
1: you know they need to put that sign up and they need to what have a, a mat so they wipe their feet when they go into the, the rest of the home so they're w- leaving their their space behind them
0: yeah because
1: you're so right people like there's so many people just on call 24-7 and why? Yep. Unless it's an emergency, which you'd find out anyway.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. If it's an emergency, then fair enough, like, you know, absolutely. But it's not, um, I think that's why we, the mobile phones, you know, people like to keep the mobile phone at least, even well, if it's on silent, you know, so that you can sort of go, Oh, uh, you know, is it, yeah.
1: But if it's an emergency, someone will contact you some way, right. even with your phone off. <laughs>
0: yes. This is the thing, isn't it? It's it's thinking that we need to be connected in that way. It, it, that's the, the, the thing that's really kind of stopping people from, um, you know, disconnecting and having that time out and having that that downtime, that um, looking after themselves time, the self care. You know, exactly. so that and that self. With, with family. Like the kids have
1: got phones now. No, put them away for a day at the weekend and have a family day and see what it's like to go for a picnic if you're allowed out. Yeah. <laughs> so play games. Mm. Connect to one another. Feel mm. each other and ask questions. Yeah. You know, how are you feeling today? And see if you can feel their energy. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. That's so cool. I think that's great. And it and sounds to me like, this retreat is a really good opportunity for people to actually do that for themselves to start with, obviously. And, um, and is it all women, only women? Yes, well? It's only yep. women only. Yep. Um, I did have a doctor who wanted to come.
1: He was 80, 85 and he goes, Oh, I'd love to come. And I said, sorry, you know, we're taking women only. He said, I can always dress up like a trans <laughs>
0: which I thought was brilliant. <laughs> he was he was willing to to tap into that. <laughs> I love that. I think that's very fantastic like that he was willing to do that. I mean, yeah, obviously there's, you know, there's opportunities where it sounds like you've got opportunities where you could in the future do something where there's both males and females and that's lovely to have the energy of both males and females, but sometimes we need just the feminine energy for yeah certain types of healing to happen it's like so. women's business you know and,
1: and exactly and it is like women's business the weavers that's how we come together and we're we've got over we've, this is really we've got over um 120 years experience between the two of <laughs> <laughs> years.
0: <laughs> that's fantastic so how did you and elena come together like what was your What's your story of the two of you?
1: Well, I've got um, an intuitive women in business group. Elena attended a breakfast there
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: she only come once. And then we, we connected with another lady. um, And Elena just happened. I happened to say at my ladies event that I was looking at doing a retreat and Elena was, didn't approach me, but, I mean, 12 months later, she, she had a lady phone me and we got talking and I said, yeah, I'll do a retreat with you. Like, that, that sounds fun. I've been going to do one for 12 months. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what we're planning to, to come together, bring our crafts together to help women, to empower women because women are the ones that are the driving force behind families, behind communities, behind their husbands mm. or, or whatever, or behind their wives, if they're that way inclined. But less, women are the force right, behind the world. I think it's the, when they self-soothe, the whole world will self-soothe.
0: Mm, that's beautiful I like that that concept of the self-soothing I think that's um that's that's one of the things that is really resonates with me obviously and don't you find that when you're working on certain things like the self-soothing or like me practicing being lazy (laughs) that you attract other people who are on that same path, you know, that are seeking the same sort of self soothing or who are looking to, to do less and be more, you know? Um, And that's, I think that's really interesting. And I find that when I remember when I was doing my angel intuitive training and the teacher said, you will always find that when you're doing a reading for somebody or a coaching session or whatever, that they will have the same issue that you, you have as, coming up yes. and it, it's like you've attracted each other like magnets and so when you do the reading it's not just for them it's for you as well or when you do the coaching yeah it's the same
1: well I love energy work mm. you know that's a passion of mine yeah and um, David Hawkins theory mm. versus force and you know our thoughts are energy so what we attract is whatever we're thinking whatever we're speaking is yeah. what we're we're getting in life so what we're giving out if we're giving mm. out you know gloom and doom we get gloom and doom in our right. universe but when we give out love and healing it has a flow on effect yep yeah exactly that's
0: so true that's so true and it's and it's fabulous and it's great because that's it's coming from that experience I love that you, you've you come through, you know, um, lots and lots of stuff has happened in your life, you know, um, issues, trauma, as, you know, lots of people have had, you know, in their lives. That's what human beings are. They have, <laughs> they're here to, we're here to experience. If we take
1: them as gifts, they're gifts to help other people. Don't yeah. hold them on, on for yourself because that'll only suck you down and make you depressed. But if you find empowerment in them somewhere like writing a book like you, yeah. you've written your book um, writing a book or putting that gift to helping someone else mm. I think that lifts all the crap that you've gone through <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry for swearing but no yeah. that's okay look it's um i think it's that's the authenticity that um comes through when you're sharing your story you know that um that feeling of you know what is the lesson you know what it that question of what is the lesson that i'm learning right now or what is the lesson that i've could could have learned or could learn from that experience that i had in my past and i think Writing it down in a book is an interesting, you know, that's what you're, you know, as well as the retreat and and the programs that you offer, you know, the um, actual, the book that you are putting together is bringing that whole concept of looking, what is the lesson that I can, you know, distill out of, Yeah. yeah, out of this. So, yeah, because I believe I've had to, well, we
1: were told to walk away from my, my family, my um, paternal family. And my sister and I did walk away. And, you know, it, um, I sent them love and forgiveness. I did a lot of hona pona work, which mm. is a beautiful Hawaiian yes. blessing. I did that for, oh, I'd say, three months, mm. <laughs> just to cleanse and heal. Um, but... It's okay to walk away from things that are, are not serving you.
0: Yeah. And I'm
1: proof of that. Mm. You Absolutely.
0: Know? Yeah, I think sometimes I was reading a blog from um, Cheryl Richardson the other day and she said it was called, Do We Need to Say Goodbye? And, and I thought that was really interesting because she was talking about how sometimes we can have differences of, of opinion and still stay friends with somebody We can have different... She was talking about different political opinions. She's from the United States and there's a lot of, you know, um, disparity there at the moment, um, division. And so she was saying, yes, I I believe we can have friendships and still be friends even though we have different political opinions. But then there are are occasions where you do need to say goodbye to something that is not serving you. You do need to release and let go of people who are not... um, raising your the, vibration exactly. yeah exactly. yeah that's that's where i come
1: from like i think if some something's not serving you mm. and it is a low vibration and you you're you want to give out love and and someone else wants to give out fear that's okay yeah. that's their choice don't judge yeah. them just yeah. allow them to have their space
0: yep Yeah. And I think that's really, you know, that whole concept of us walking our own paths and being responsible for our own way that we're going. It means if we're responsible for our own way, I remember having an epiphany once that if I'm responsible for my own way and my mom's responsible for hers and my dad's responsible for hers and my brothers and sisters are responsible for theirs, then I don't have to worry about them anymore. I don't have to feel like... I need to do anything, I don't need to fix anything, you know, and yet I had felt, yes, I had felt that I needed to be responsible for everybody's happiness, but that's not my job. And it's really making that
1: that familiar, being stuck in the familiar and stepping out to the unfamiliar, and you just keep stepping and stepping and you never know what's opening
0: up. The world opens up to you and there's a yeah. flow then. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah so um, your book is obviously coming out soon but, uh, but not quite ready yet um and you've decided that you're going to write about a pers- personal experiences of your growing up and and what's been happening with your family and the and the fact that you did decide to walk away from certain people and um is the you haven't done it as a straight memoir though um and you made that decision quite consciously, and I understand that because I changed the names of the people in my book as well, even though it's a memoir of my journey. What um I know you, it's called Flying Out of the Cuckoo's Nest. Yes. And I don't know which which cuckoo's nest, if it was the mental
1: hospital mum was in for three months with yep. Rosna and I sitting next to her, or was it the family? Right. Oh, I'm going to <laughs> going to let the readers um, make up their own mind on that
0: one. <laughs> yeah. And you decided that you were going to, is it written as a fiction? Is that what you've decided to do, to write it as a fiction or it's written as a, as a memoir? A, a autobiography? It's written as a, as a non-fiction. Okay. But with
1: fictional names, yep, fictional places, I yep. um, need to protect myself. Um, so, and, <laughs> and, and you know so, let's face it sometimes we have to protect ourselves and our own families especially when they've been threatened yeah. um, that they'd go missing um sure. which is very it's always at the back of your mind but you can't live with it mm. you can't think of it every day that it's there yeah. so yeah. you've got to rise above that that yes those words Um, Yeah, so it's about long-term effects of family violence Yep, and it affects the children. You know, Mm. the statistics are saying one in every four women are abused, one in every 20 men, one in seven children. But I believe the one in seven children isn't Mm. correct because if there's one in four women getting abused and they're in a family home, well, all those kids are
0: watching and hearing it. Yeah. Absolutely, being you, you can't help but be affected by that if your mother is is in that circumstance. So uh, that makes perfect sense. That you know, yeah, that statistic sounds like it's only the ones that are reported. You know. Yeah. yeah Yeah. so yeah so that that the idea of the book obviously was to sort of help you to do some healing as well I found that I did a lot of was a bit of closure for me to write my own memoir or at least the mini memoir that it was so did you find that um what did you find came out of writing the book as compared to just the healing that you'd already done Oh,
1: uh, just stories, the stories and the memories mm-hmm. are like, we had some funny memories yeah. as well as, you know, of course, yeah. <laughs> um, and I just feel that, what do I feel? I just feel the story needs to be told, but now I'm putting a tool box in the bottom of each chapter to help others.
0: Mm, great. So oh, I just great.
1: think it needs mm. to
0: be a, a learning book as well as a as fantastic. A, yeah. yeah. And that was, uh, I think that's the thing when you start to write and you do it, it and you have an idea in your head and then as you write it, it evolves into something even better, you know, as you, as you write it. And people say that they throw out, you know, their first copy because it was, the, it was almost like the beginning of the idea, but it, it, it became so much better after you, after you added those. Yeah, um, the editing team's doing a fabulous job. I question
1: some of what they want me to add. <laughs> sure, sure. But they're professionals. I'm not. I'm. I'm quite illiterate actually, because my father made us leave school when we were sixteen. Uh, fourteen. Mm. So, um, and I, I just feel that the people need to hear the story. <laughs> yep.
0: Even that in itself is amazing and inspiring. You know that. People think that just because, I mean, just because you can't write or you don't think you can write or you don't write well, whatever it is, there's there's always a way that this can be done. You know, you could record, you could speak your story into a microphone and record it and then somebody else could type it out for you. You don't have to be, you know, a professional writer to get your story out there in the world. And I think that's amazing. And it's It's so wonderful, and I really want to honor you as a fellow author. I know how hard it is to put your story down and the the fears that have come up, you know, the things that come up about <laughs> about what's everybody going to think when they read this story. Um, yeah. Yeah, mine mine was more
1: fear of oh, what <laughs> what will happen yes. after the story's released. Sure. <laughs> because sure. there will be repercussion. I think.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, if you're writing about somebody and they're reading it, then you know there's the, there's going to be re- potential reaction from that. Um, you know, it's a bit hard for for not to. But I, I think that the the reason why you kept going is similar to me, is that there was no way that you could stop once you started. It was like, it's like you can't unknow this information now. You need to, you need, it's a need to share it. It's not like you're going, maybe I'll. It's
1: only one part of your life. It's like like a, a, a grain of sand. It's only one part of your life because there's many facets to all of our our lives and our stories. But I laugh because um, I'm often asked, how do you know this? How can you back this up? And I found some legal paperwork, which I thought, Thank you. You know, the angels are looking after me, so I might even put that in the book.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think anything that helps to kind of flesh out that story is, um, is amazing, and that's what I mean. Sometimes we think that the delays that happen in our writing of our book are frustrating and we wanted it to be out sooner and blah, blah, blah. You know, we have in our head what our plan is, but all of these things happen for a reason so that you could find that document so that you could add those extra tools at the end of each chapter. I think that's fantastic. And, you know, my book wouldn't be the way that it is now if I hadn't had a six month break. Mm -hmm. I had a six month break because I needed to personally get ready for that book going out. I needed to make sure I was in alignment with myself about saying the things that I was saying in the book. And that wasn't, I wasn't there yet. And so I couldn't put the book out until I was actually fully ready to be, yeah, ready to be ready.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think um, I've been told mine's a bit um, too emotionally driven, so I've got to pay back. But I thought, you know what, people really have to understand how
0: emotionally driven it was at the time. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that's it, you know, that's your authentic, that's how you felt, that's the authentic story, you know. So, yeah, and that's the the bonus of doing that independent um, publishing rather than going through a traditional publisher is that you can pretty much, as long as you hold steady on what it is that you want to achieve, the end and that is to help people who are going through the same experience or similar experience to you um, in terms of domestic violence or or any sort of issue in that trauma you know that they can actually get something out of that you know you you have a yeah you have that in the back of your mind always so well it's been lovely chatting to you Oh, I look forward to chatting again. Yes, <laughs> we definitely, we definitely will. Um, so just to reiterate for everybody, um, Julie Hogan is uh, running a retreat with um, Elena Massey on the 13th to the 15th of November up in Queensland. What's the, where exactly is it being held? Um, Numbar Valley up at Natural Bridge. Mm-hmm. So
1: it's, um, it's only 30, 30 minutes from the Gold Coast. Oh, great. Okay, cool. So we're so, close to the Gold Coast and there's a beautiful creek. There's like bushwalks, there's whatever yeah. you'd like.
0: <laughs> beautiful. So that Awaken the Wis- Awakening the Wisdom Retreat is being held with Julianne and Elania, um, which is fantastic. And your book, Flying Out of the Cuckoo's Nest, we're looking forward to um, seeing that coming in the new year. Um, which will be fantastic. And if you want to get in touch with Julie about her hypnotherapy or her programs that she offers, feel free to go to juliehogan.com.au to her website and you can subscribe to her mailing list and get updates. Um, and get obviously, free, that. And to get the free um, meditation. On yes, the sleep, sleep meditation. Perfect. So, yeah, so th- that is available to you as well. Um, we look forward to seeing you again soon. We'll talk more about the retreat on another co- another um, little chat. But it's been lovely to have you. And thanks so much, Julie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yay. And look forward-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. And I look forward to meeting you in person soon um, as well. <laughs> that has be lovely. I
1: yes. can't wait. I'm sure we'll be chatting
0: for hours. So <laughs> we um, I think <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody. I will see you next time. This is Pip Coleman. And uh, if you would like to have your business showcased on this platform, please feel free to get in touch with me at Pip Coleman Author Coach, or you can email me at pipcoleman at yahoo.com.au. We'll see you soon. Bye for now. Bye.